back, 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 Hey everybody, welcome back to the what? Vacuous Podcast where we talk about vacuous things, random stuff, and everything in between. My name's Nia. I'm Kathy. And I'm Daniel. Woo-woo. What up? Blaze? Blaze is in here. Blaze, Blaze, Blaze is in here. here. And the vibe is different. Feels off, but also normal. Because this is how we used to record. Yeah. It just doesn't feel as... Whoa, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Hey, will you close the blinds? Look. The vibe is just off. The vibe's off. Hey, guess what we did today? We died. That's it. <gasps> no, our, all of our noses died. Yeah, we've been stabbed on the noses. On the noses. We got our noses pierced today. Just like 20 minutes ago. 20 minutes ago, yeah. Ooh. Isn't that crazy, baby? And we look so fucking hot, bro. Right? We look really good. You look like a bad bitch. You really <laughs> Thank do. you. I feel like a bad bitch. You cried like a bad bitch. I did. <laughs> I cried like the baddest bitch there ever was. My nose feels weird, though. What if it falls off? I feel like I got hella boogies, but... That's okay. That's okay. It's alright. It's alright. Okay, so what we plan to do for the month of march is go along with some march madness stuff you know mm-hmm. so we're gonna do a um ba- battle of the bands per se of the 2000s or like top artists however um our producer ian is in a hot spot of corona virus um freak out Mm-hmm. So he's been working super long days at work and wasn't able to prepare the bracket for us. So for this first week, we're gonna do creepy pastas, creepy pastas, and then next week we'll start the bracket. Yeah, sounds good. So, um, but how's your week been though? First, oh my week. Did I have a week? Um, I've just been working a lot. Uh, clothes. Working two weekends in a row. Um, but I was very productive today. I woke up, did my laundry, got gas, went to the bank, fucking did that shit, went and got me some coffee, came back, and I worked out, made myself some food. I'm out here living. You've been productive. Yeah. Look nice. at me fucking go. You got your nose pierced. Nose pierced. Damn. <laughs> Y'all were so crazy. And I won Mario Kart, so... <laughs> shit kill it <laughs> that's a bad bitch shit that's i'm on a whole new level today you know shit from this day forward motherfucker <laughs> oh my god <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> that's brazy bro congratulations thank you oh my god what about you what about you no what about you no oh guys what i also you? got my car inspected oh that was last week but still yeah. i'm like taking care of business and you passed oh, yeah. yeah look at me Ooh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> she just punched someone. Um, They're not important. My week's been okay. It's been work mostly. I got my nose pierced. Hell yeah, dude. Um, Look also, like a bad bitch. Thank you. I'm very insecure about it for some reason. Um, a couple days ago, our store had its national adoption weekend, and I was buying little accessories for it. Um, and then I bought a green cowboy hat 
and I was wearing it around the store and we were doing self-checkout um and then we were scanning everything we scanned his beer and then Adrian was like wait that that and he got so stressed out he's like ran his hands through his hair and he's like don't you forgot about the hat and I was like chill out dog I was planning on stealing it but okay <laughs> but okay would call me out like yeah that. dude he was but. freaking out so, he was so stressed out it was great it was great that and was uh, we just kept fucking with him I'm just not scanning the hat. <laughs> he was like, wait, but are you going to get the hat? No. Scan the hat. <laughs> Scan the fucking hat. Scan the fucking hat before I cut your hair. I'm going to call the police. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then another day I woke up and I was like, I just want to be somebody's big titty goss GF. And that, was, that little that phrase was stuck in my head all day. And I was like, why don't? Okay. Why'd that I asked uh, TJ the other day and I was like, do you ever get like phrases or like random things just kind of like stuck in your head? Just like words? Yeah. Like the other day, I had double cheeked up on a Thursday afternoon stuck in my head, and I don't, I don't know why. It wasn't even a Thursday. I'm pretty sure it was a Monday. And um, yeah, he was like, "No, that never happens to me." It happens to me all the time. Yeah. Okay, so it happened to me with you, "Floop is a bad man, help us save us." It's, I mean, <laughs> that one's happened to me <laughs> yeah. all the time. <laughs> um, so you guys were both thinking about that this week at yeah. some point, dude. I was thinking about that too. What? Yeah, I was like, how often do like do people actually get phrases stuck in their head like just phrases or like a single word and you're yeah. just like oh, over yeah. and over yeah absolutely that's crazy we were all thinking about the same thing it happens to me way too fucking much when uh, like sometimes i wake up and I'm like just out of nowhere my head's like melodrama and i was like okay <laughs> don't know what it means that's but it's in my head today. <laughs> am i bleeding oh my god you're bleeding stop picking your nose uh you're there's blood there, but you're not bleeding, bleeding. Uh, <laughs> Blow so, your nose. Into here, your hold shirt. my thing. I'm going to go get you. Give me some Don't. toilet paper. <laughs> Don't touch me. Technical um, difficulties, please stand by. We're all bleeding internally. But that's where the blood's supposed to be. So That's where your blood belongs. It's inside of you. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> also, I almost choked on ice. Oh, yeah. It, but it reminded me of a time where I actually did choke on ice and I had to wait for it to melt. <laughs> to that sounds terrible. What was I going to say? I was going to say something. The worst. You said melodrama. What yeah. did you say before melodrama? Oh, yeah, that's right. Since we're doing creepy pastas today, fun fact about getting thoughts stuck in your head. Um, when you work very like tedious jobs where you're doing the same thing over and over, mm-hmm. um, it happens more often. So like if you're working in an office job or like a, what are they called? Like a factory job? Yeah. A factory job or whatever. It happens really often. And, um, that's why a lot of people who work those jobs and end up like they going go postal or whatever, it's because like they have that same thought of like, I'm going to kill all these people. Over and over and over, and then it just like sits in. That's creepy. Yeah. I love so, that. <laughs> I get really scared when I'm like <laughs> at work and I have one of those random thoughts stuck in my head, and it's like an angry one. I'm like, nah, this needs to stop. Like, Ooh, Hold I up, have those way too much. <laughs> but I'm also like always trying to break the routine, so yeah, I'm self-aware. There you go. That's good. <laughs> How was your week? Um. Dude, I can't even remember most of my week. It's been a pretty boring week. Yeah. Um, yeah, same. I've just been playing a lot of video games. 
That's we it. hung out with my friends. How could I forget? How could I forget? Hi, friends. We went and got Funky Monkey. Ooh. Funky Monkey. Pink Monkey. Cute. She was tight. And then we fucked around at Target for a bit. You would. <laughs> yeah. Small town things. <laughs> <laughs> Sit in the parking lot for four hours. And um, then you got a hat. I did. I got a Smokey Bear hat and a pop socket. Um but we were talking about having to pick up tampons and my friend was like i'm in the pad aisle what size pussy do you wear anyway continue with your week please um yeah i've just been playing video games a lot the division 2 dlc came out so i've been playing that what is it the you, dlc you go back to new york oh yeah. i've never been there <laughs> How can I go back? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, because the first game, it took place in New York. Second game takes place in Washington. But you go back to New York for the DLC. It's really cool. That is cool. Yeah. What do you do? You shoot people. Oh. Oh, that's violent. You, sh- that's... you shoot bad people. Okay. That's violent. That's okay, though. That's They're okay. bad people. But that's all I've been doing. Playing games. You got a cool new shirt. I did get a cool new shirt. Phone? Um, Walmart's stepping their game up as far as like clothes goes. Clothes goes. Clothes goes. I just. Nope. You just what? Nope. Would you cop that stuff? Walmart. You know? Yeah. I, it, it sounds weird for sure, <clears throat> but it's a good shirt. It's not a good flex, but no. it is a good shirt. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. I'm just going to say like really high end places. But it is good flex because you get a good deal on it. You're like, whoa, Walmart? That's crazy. What? I never thought I only about paid that. 12 bucks for this shirt. Wow. Yeah. That would have been 30 bucks at H&M. Oh, shit. Okay. Truth. Chill out. Bitch. <laughs> <clears throat> that being said, should we start? Absolutely. Do you want to have a uh, creepy pasta pulled up on yours? Because yeah. it takes a while to find like a good random one that's short. Um, but I'm going to start off. Oh, I also want to start off with um, apologizing to the writers beforehand. Um... Why do? Because they had to shut the no sleep subreddit down. Um, because like these the people that write these creepy pastas, they're still authors, but mm-hmm. a lot of people are like stealing their content to like talk on the podcasts or talk on podcasts and like do videos of. Um, oh. So let's make sure we're giving them credit when Absolutely. we finish reading them. Do the oh, we know, have. the credit by. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we, yeah, we definitely did it on that one for sure. Yeah. So um, what yeah. do you? How do you? How do? The, for how, what? Are you gonna fucking? The taste of random pasta. It's like uh, all the way at the bottom. Bullshit. Um, but I'm gonna start off. Okay. This one's called the street lamp. Ooh, the one from Robots that dies because Aunt Fanny ripped ass. <laughs> <laughs> Love her. She's thick. She is thick. Okay. Here we go. <gasps> You should go. You should go close your windows. It's going to rain tomorrow," said your dad. "Your dad. Your dad. Your dad." You sighed and looked at the clock. Eleven twenty. Okay, you said, as you felt a tiny twinge of fear spark in your brain. It was an old fear. Your fear of the dark. You've had it since you were a child. It was silly, but a natural human fear. You grabbed your keys and whistled for the dog, who was also who was always happy to go outside even in the dark. As he, stood, as he stood there on the front porch and the dim light wagging his tail, you begin to make your way toward your car. Wait, who leaves their car window open? Like, even at home? Hmm, people in that live in the suburbs. 
That's like the worst place to leave your car door. Right. I feel like even though it's not, you live in the burbs. No one's going to break into your car. They all got bends, dog. They all got bends, dog. I mean, I guess. (laughs) Anyways, as you walk across the yard towards your car, what started as the dull fear of the dark that you've always had began to creep into panic until it suddenly overtook you, pouncing onto you with incredible surprise and ferocity into full-blown panic. As your heart begins pounding, you fight with your whole being to focus on your car and not look off into the abyss that exists just past the weak circle of light from the street lamp. As you get into your car and shut the windows, your will finally fails and you stare out into the dark. What you see, or better lack of sight thereof, unnerves you. You see nothing. Not a blank boring nothing. A nothingness. A black so complete and overwhelming that you feel it staring back into you right in the eyes somehow. Suddenly, the panic overtakes you. You slam the door shut and rush across the lawn, out of the weak street light, and into the equally weak porch light punctured by the silhouette of your unaware dog. You get inside along with the dog, turn and stare uneasily into the black, silky summer night one more time, and finally sigh in relief and shut the door, clicking the deadbolt. I know. I was there, as I have always been, just beyond the feeble street light, at the edge of the vast rolling mouth of black that swallows the earth every night, staring watching waiting credit to zach that was it that was it yeah i liked it I liked, it was good i can relate <laughs> <laughs> i can relate because remember when i had to go in at like 5 a.m for work yeah and i'd always meet you in the car mm-hmm. it was the scariest time of my life dude whenever i had to go in at like four or like 6 a.m mm-hmm. i like and when our garage door wasn't working yeah and I had to go out the front door. Oof. I like ran to my car. I thought when he said window, I thought this was going to be like looking out your bedroom window and there's like a street lamp and there's someone under the street lamp. That's what I was, That's what I was thinking. equally as terrifying. Yeah. My my biggest fear was that I'm going to look in the window at night and there's going to be someone looking back at me. What's that one? That, I had a nightmare the, the about that. The abyss stares back at you. When you stare at the abyss, the abyss stares back or whatever. Stop. Guy's scary. Your imagination. I had a nightmare that my neighbor was watching me through my window. Ooh, I remember you told me about that. Yeah, and I woke up. Creepy. I woke up screaming your name actually. So. Oh. <laughs> How sweet. Creepy. Because I was like, Danny, help, Danny. <laughs> and then when I woke up, I was screaming your name. That was when we all lived in my mom's room. Oh yeah. Rough times. <laughs> Moving <Yeah>. on. <laughs> um. But when we were living in my mom's room, I had a sleep paralysis moment one time. Wow, I your think mom's room was haunted. It was a very depressing time. Okay. It was, yeah. Very depressing. Yeah. Um, but shit was weird. I, like, felt something sitting on my chest. Oh. But, like, I just refused to open my eyes, I guess. Or, like, I was, I guess I was, like, so paralyzed that my eyes wouldn't even open. You couldn't even open? Oof. Um, and, like, but I couldn't. Awake. Yeah, I couldn't, like, make any noise or anything, and I felt it sitting on my chest. Um, and then when i finally like got out of it i saw like a little wisp of smoke but i don't know if that was like my eyes adjusting to the dark my mom was probably just token up in the bedroom (laughs) probably rolled a fatty of a blunt (laughs) she's a she's a cloud chaser (laughs) oh my god she's doing little vape tricks like the little tornado (laughs) she was sitting on my chest doing vape tornadoes (laughs) on my chest Uh, yeah crazy that's crazy sounds wild i am constantly terrified to look out my window at night though because i did read a story one time about that it was, yeah. scary i don't like it yeah 
whenever you go down the stairs at our house and the neighbor's light is always on she gets scared that like outside that stair window you're gonna see someone oh uh whenever i go out to smoke i just don't look at anyone i'm like don't look at them the window yeah when i go out to smoke um since i'm on the front porch like i'm constantly just looking that way yeah or like at my phone which is better but if i forget my phone upstairs i'm like just staring at the horses and i'm like something's gonna kill those horses right in front of me and i'm gonna see it and then it's gonna see me (laughs) it's a bruja this shit is scary why do we do this why do we do this okay i found one that's eight minutes okay okay it's called when monsters are real when monsters are real yeah and then it says written by but it doesn't say anything maybe the credit will be at the bottom okay because it just says written by and then it gives the copyright statement (laughs) yep okay oh fuck i forgot okay (laughs) forgot to read yeah (laughs) there are many stories about monsters have you ever stopped to think about what makes something a monster i don't know what that word is let me see let me see i don't know Charabdis? Who is that? Anyway, Dracula. (laughs) Grendel? Who's Grendel? Hansel and Grendel? Grendel? (laughs) Hansel and Grendel? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fuck. And Slenderman are all different, yet they share some fundamental quality. I suppose you could say you know one when you see one, but do you really? What is the shared ingredient connecting them all? You could call dictators, zombies, murderers, and violent animals monsters. Some are orderly and well-dressed, some are falling apart, and some are only acting on instinct. I I think it's that they all have the capacity to harm the innocent. I would like to tell you about a particularly frightening monster. This one is different from what you find in a typical horror story for two reasons. First, it is completely senseless and barely mobile. It does not think. It will not chase you or intentionally try to harm you at all. It is unaware of your existence or its own. An idiot lying alone in a crushing blackness. I was, I almost said a cushioning blackness. (laughs) Oh, that's nice. (laughs) That seems safe. (laughs) Like a love sack? Yeah. At one single point in time, it lashed out in an act of violence, but ever since, it lies almost perfectly still in the darkness, while people try to forget it existed. Now, it simply sits there, even if you approach it, neither fleeing nor pursuing you. It will not only try to psychologically manipulate you, trick you, eat you, or anything we often associate with monsters. It is more dangerous than that. If you get too close to it, it will destroy you. You won't even notice it's happening until it's too late. The second thing you need to keep in mind. Sorry, I lost my plate. (laughs) The second thing to keep in mind is that it is real. Many scary stories claim to be true, but by the end of this reading, you will realize that I am not lying. The monster is out there in the world right now as you read this. You probably don't believe me yet, but allow me the opportunity to convince you. Bro, I'm scared. What if this uncovers something that we can't ever unsee and we were just trying to have fun on a podcast and like, I know do a thing? But like, what gonna, if, then we all end and be like, the monster is you. <laughs> it's your own thought, stupid. <laughs> That's deep. Well, like, remember when we did the mirrors one? Yeah. 
Yeah. Which I one was could, that one? I, I think I completely forgot about it by the time I got home. Yeah. <laughs> what? Y'all what left and I was like, when? oh, I'm scared. When it was like oh. your reflection and the longer you stare at it, like you'll oh. start to see it like smile or like Yeah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> I looked at myself in the mirror when I got home and I was like, damn, you hot as fuck. <laughs> damn, mommy. I walked by and I was like, oh, it's real. Oh, damn, no. bitch. You- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one, that's just me. <clears throat> Before we begin, some background. Years ago, mankind created it with the idea that they would keep it contained and use it as a source of energy. Thanks to carelessness and poor training, however, the experts lost control of it, and in return, it caused a massive explosion before escaping into the basement where it waits to this day. I can tell you how to find it yourself, but please don't actually try it. To begin with, it's highly illegal. It was originally created by humans. The powers that be will not appreciate you looking at it oh the powers that be will not appreciate you looking at it. okay sorry i'm dumb <laughs> anyone going on this journey will almost certainly be caught and arrested they will be the lucky ones facing only a fine and a stint in prison the laws are in place for your own protection those who make it through will face almost certain death as the monster sheds their body to pieces before shreds their body to pieces before oh my god before they've even realized it how much are you willing to risk? Wait. Hang on. So if the government's protecting this thing, right? Yes. And you try to go in to wherever it is. Yeah. You think the government's just going to slap you with a fucking fine? Yeah. No. Yeah, but. <laughs> hey. They're going to shoot the shit it? out of you. What the hell? It's like an. 500 <laughs> bucks, then you can go in. <laughs> yeah, it's an entrance fee. <laughs> yeah. Wait, but like. Because you're going to die. The you Area know? 51 right, yeah. raid. Yeah. No one got shot. Well, people got slammed to the ground if they stepped over the threshold. Like, if they actually tried to storm it. Yeah, they would have gotten shot. They would have gotten shot. Fined. <laughs> Fined. Simply. 20 bucks now. Men, 20 bucks. Women, you get in for free as long as you got a ladies thick ass. Night. It's ladies night at Area 51. There are two options for getting close. I recommend the more difficult route. But you just said you didn't recommend it for... Oh, my Lord. Bitch. <laughs> Oof. Um, your chances of success are higher. You must travel to a remote village and take a lonely hike through the wilderness and into the desolation. I suggest stocking up on backpacking and camping supplies and enough food to survive a couple days outside. You also need a flashlight because there's no lighting in its lair. If you don't want to hike, you could book a tour. (laughs) Of course. What the fuck? Of course, profiteers sell tours of the surrounding of the area surrounding it. It killed many people and chased thousands more from their homes and now there are tours. People can be hard what people can I be mean, hard like to understand tours sometimes. and stuff. Yeah. Weird. I don't know. <laughs> On the other hand, how different is that from your own curiosity? At any rate, I don't recommend the tour, but you did just recommend the tour. Um they won't take you close enough to see it for yourself. And if you try to sneak away from the group, the authorities will be alerted to your disappearance and you will likely be caught. Stick to the lonely hike. When you arrive at the starting point, you will find yourself in a small city of about 10,000 people near a river. They call it a city, but it's more like a modest town. This is the last populated outpost before you journey north into the realm of the beast. There are a few tiny villages ahead, but they are extremely small and remote. There are no more major roads. So I think your best chance... To get to this city, 
is to get to the city and proceed on foot. (laughs) (laughs) Proceed on foot, please. (laughs) Oh, shit. I scrolled. So far, this story is kind of reminding me of that Hellier documentary that I've been watching. Because it's like right outside of a town. This little like town, whatever. And you got to hike to get to it. What's at the end of that? You got to get a... Well, okay. So in the documentary, there's like a cave and the cave system is connected. And there's like conspiracy theories that like at the bottom of the cave is where like... Um, some people say it's like where the reptilians are or whatever and a lot of people say that that's where a lot of like cryptids come out of which means maybe like government experiments whatever (laughs) nearly everyone who used to live further north fled in terror abandoning their homes and possessions in the process many did not escape quickly enough and perished shortly after from the city you need to head northeast there is a dirt road that will take you through a few villages and at this point in the trip, you still aren't technically trespassing. That being said, you will look out. You will look out of place and arouse suspicion. You could alternatively try following the riverbank, taking cover in the shallow part, or head straight north, and then east across the fields. The lack of humans has allowed the animal population to flourish. Be careful of wolves. I'll let you figure out which way makes the most sense to you. But as long as you travel in that general direction, you will eventually reach a barbed wire fence and several warning signs marking the outer perimeter. This is the threshold. Now the fun begins. You will need to sneak across the barbed wire. (laughs) This sounds like Ian's story. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Credited to Ian. (laughs) From here, you will be arrested on site. The fence will be watched, but beyond... But beyond it, the wilderness is punctuated with abandoned villages and other signs of decay. This will go on for miles. You should be able to find cover there. It may be wise to wait until dark to cross the fence and move on. The cover of darkness will help you move undetected. Consider taking your time. People pay good money to see the devastation and rarely does anyone get to explore unescorted. But make sure you do it. Make sure you do not linger for too long. You're now within the monster's sphere of influence. Though at this distance, it is still fairly weak. You probably didn't notice, but it's already... It already is beginning its work on you. You need to travel east after crossing the barrier. If you begin to see... If you begin to see blood-red, petrified trees, you are starting to get close. The monster destroyed the trees in the outburst that caused them to petrify in this unnatural color. Only a few remain, as most have fallen. Your demise won't be as glamorous. Oh, your demise. Your demise won't be as glamorous. Spooky. I think I'll always be glamorous when I die. Yes. (laughs) Eventually, through the murky darkness, you should be able to discern a large man-made lake uh, with a mostly abandoned city on its northwestern shore. I know what this is. This is a plot of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. And then they find the, m- the factory that makes all the monsters. Old Man Jenkins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he almost got away with it, too. Oh, if it wasn't for you, meddling bitches. Bitches. Um, fuck. 
Um, In the dark, it may be hard to spot. Head for the city streets, but remember to be discreet. There are a few people here, mostly government-approved workers. Some are working on the construction of a solitary new building. The others are there to arrest people like you. They rotate in and out, never spending more than a few hours in the abandoned city. You wouldn't want to live there. Okay. If you take the time to poke around, you'll find the abandoned buildings full of relics from the past. While the workers still spend limited periods of time here, a lot of the city is frozen in... Time. <laughs> I lost my spot. I'm sorry. With possessions, possessions dropped where they were when the masses fled. But this isn't why you came this far, is it? It's time to get serious. Further north and east, on the horizon, it sits. A silhouette on a black horizon. It is the partially built confinement building. The arches are intended to keep the monster within. Humanity's first attempt at such confinement was an abysmal failure. The second attempt was a decade behind schedule at this writing, and the construction is being threatened by recent armed conflict that has erupted nearby. If you're still serious, you'll need to ignore all of this. You wanted to see it. Your objective lies within the half-built structure. I suspect some readers have already figured out where it is by now. They are not likely to be comforted as it has become apparent that I am telling the truth. I implore you turn back now. It only gets worse. Instead, you may be thinking that Instead, you may be thinking that must get inside the dome without being spotted. You must. Okay. I have no advice here, but the authorities don't monitor it constantly. So it may be possible to pull this off. The dome is designed to keep the monster inside and is not intended for easy entry and exit. You'll have to survey the situation yourself. If you somehow manage to get in, you will see before the original confinement structure. Cheerfully referred to as the sarcophagus. Note the holes in the wall and caved-in ceiling evidence that it refuses to be confined. The roof collapsed years ago, and even before that, the numerous holes in the walls rendered the entire structure ineffectual. Is that a word? I believe so. Ineffectual? Ineffectual. Ineffectionate. <laughs> Ineffectionate. The building was not affectionate. Like, don't touch me. Don't touch me. We're not cuddling. <laughs> <laughs> Ineffective? Ineffectual. Actual. Ineffectual? Okay. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Getting entry from here should not be difficult at this point. The authorities will not be a problem unless you are spotted climbing into the onto the dome. Into the dome. Whatever. Rarely do people get this close. The monster's effect on you is growing now. If you've made it this far, your chances of survival have decreased. It's already destroying you, perhaps descending directly from the tall smokestack of the sarcophagus is the best way to get your bearings the wreckage inside the immense is immense and will make maneuvering difficult the fallen metal beams are all around with narrow and unstable walkways in between further collapses of the inner structure are possible so proceed with extreme caution you need to proceed to the center of the structure and then descend there is a large pit several monsters monsters several meters several <laughs> monsters away <laughs> there's just they monsters just, lined up arm they to measure arm. by monsters it's like it's oh, about four monsters away so that that sounds like it's probably like an american measuring system yes <laughs> so it's in america 
Maybe. I mean, no other country is going to measure by monsters. I mean... It's probably Florida. <laughs> Florida. Yeah. They're Florida. Like, it's four gators away. Why are they, why are they from Wisconsin? <laughs> <laughs> you literally just said Florida. <laughs> they moved there. Anyway. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. There's a large pit several meters away from the base of the smokestack. The monster <clears throat> lies directly under it, but I recommend not crawling straight down through the pit. Instead, try to get it from the side. Find a collapsed bit of floor to crawl into the dark basement. There may even be an access shaft or stairs available. Beyond the beyond that, the beast is waiting for you. You're very close now. I hope you brought a flashlight because this is the only way to see it. The electricity doesn't work. Take a look around at the halls and inside of the moldering basement tunnel. Have you kept your orientation? With the smokestack behind you and the pit in front of and above you, proceed down the hall. You'll arrive at the corner. Pause here and take a breath. The monster lies just around the corner. Take another breath. You're about to see something many people aren't even aware it exists. It's just a mirror. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I'm sorry. I was trying to read ahead to spoil it, but I can't read, so. (laughs) Are you sure... Are you sure you are ready to proceed? Then continue on. You'll see another hallway with the same dingy walls and no sign of a monster. The only thing out of the ordinary will be a rounded lamp. Lump. (laughs) Rounded lamp. (laughs) Just a lamp. That's the monster. (laughs) A rounded lump that appears to be partially liquefied rock oozing from the back wall. It will seem almost alien. Go ahead and get close. Reach down and touch it. It should feel warm. You found it. At this point, you should ask yourself, what madness drove you to travel here? The monster is most commonly known as the elephant's foot. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Sometimes it is called Medusa. Looking at it means almost certain death. It barely moves and it won't pursue you or try to psychologically manipulate you. But tearing through the fabric of the universe itself... It is destroying the cells of your body from within. It is considered to many to be the most dangerous object in the world. If you turn and run immediately, if you find a hospital, you may survive. But at this point, it's unlikely. Within a half an hour, you will begin to feel nauseous and start to vomit. Within hours, you will have a headache, diarrhea, and fever. You probably are... Then bring some freaking Pepto-Bismol with you on the trip. (laughs) Uh, Come on. You're probably already feeling weak, fatigued, and disoriented. Your hair will fall out and your skin will burn. You now belong to the beast, and it will claim you within a few weeks. I hope it was worth it. I have mentioned that it barely moves, but it does move very slowly. It is still melting into the earth through the concrete underneath. If it melts down into the groundwater, it could once again unleash its destructive force. I could, It could render the water supply deadly or cause another explosion. It could spew more of its dangerous essence into the atmosphere. Its wrath may not be spent yet. The monster still possesses a danger. Ignoring it is not an option for us. But you're not really there. You didn't really go on this journey. You still, you're still sitting safely at home or a local coffee shop, miles and miles away from it. However, as I said at the beginning, this monster is different. It is out there in the world right now. As you read this, senseless in the dark i have a few a few people have seen it in person and even been photographed with it but the images come out distorted and ghostly 
They look like they have been manipulated by software, but these are the actual images that come out on film. Go ahead and research it for yourself. You'll find out that it is true. Credit, C. Murphy. C. Murphy? C. Murph? Do you see Murphy? You see it? So the elephant's foot. What would that be? I, th- that story sucked. Um, because they were building up to something like crazier. I thought it was going to be something fictional. Stupid. I thought it was going to be a mama <clears throat> monster that produced all the baby bomb, baby, baby, baby <laughs> monsters. <laughs> yeah, um, that one was a. <sighs> I don't think anybody's been photographed with it. Look it up. The Research it. Foot. Can I read? One? They had to photograph it through like a set of mirrors because if they try to put a camera in the same room, it like fucked up the camera. But I think that might have been, like, right when it happened. Um, they tried to drill into it, fun fact, and it didn't work. Um, but oh, when so they shot at it... actual <clears throat> thing? Yeah, it was in Chernobyl. I don't... I didn't know that. But when they shot at the thing with the... Uh, I think they used, like, an AK with armor-piercing rounds. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually did Ricochet. damage to it. Oh, it did? Yeah, but a drill wouldn't work. It's able to be damaged. Do you this think is it's just alive? A hot pile of shit, dog. <laughs> so it's a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's a really weird thing. I it almost seems like it's alive. The mass is quite dense and unyielding to a drill mounted on a remote control trolley, but able to be damaged by a rifle using armor piercing rounds. In June of 98, the outer layers had started turning to dust and the masses started to crack. Interesting. Apparently, the thing about the, the groundwater is right, though. We're destroyed because of radiation. Mm-hmm. It's just lava. Here, Nay, do you want to read this one? It's um, less than a minute. Oh, I actually have one that I wanted to read. Oh, okay. I'll save this for next one. I think you guys are going to really like this one. I'm excited. It's called A Normal Restaurant, written by Anonymous. Mononymous. Did you write it? I did. And I think you'll really like... No, I didn't. I didn't. (laughs) I swear. (laughs) I smiled as the waiter came up to me. I heard some stories about this restaurant being disturbing, but everything was fine until this point. I felt my grin slip off my face as I heard her utter a string of forbidden words. I'm sorry, sir. We're out. Of, we're all out of garlic bread. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that beautiful? That was. That was I love my favorite. That. <laughs> one that of the comments said that. neat, <laughs> and then another one said that's worse than the Holocaust, but that's not true. Priorities. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna read one. Oh, fuck. This one's long. (laughs) This one says, but who was garlic bread? (laughs) (laughs) I really want to read this one, but it's so fucking long. How long? I wanted to steal um, a thing off of last podcast and read Slenderman erotica. (laughs) Oof. Yuck. (laughs) But no, never mind. No. no. It's just too long. That's the only thing stopping. Like Slenderman's dick. Oh, hey (laughs) oh. Slenderman doesn't have a dick. He has a fat dick. <laughs> He's got a little vagina. <laughs> you got juicy pee-pee. <laughs> when they were doing um, the Slenderman erotica, Henry did a 
Bigfoot erotica, and the person that wrote it said that Bigfoot's dig or Bigfoot's dick curved <laughs> like a full U-turn. Oh, <laughs> is how it was described in the erotica. You gotta. Gross. Anyway, this is funny. Ow! I'll read one. This one's called The Boogeyman. The Boogie Woogie Woogie Man. I got Mokos. It's hard to read. This one's written by Vincent Vina Cava. Get it. Vector! It started with my three year old son screaming in his room in the middle of the night. I don't like that. Moving on. When I came in to check on him, he was in hysterics. Tears ran down his little cheeks as he cried about how the boogeyman had frightened him. I let him sleep with my wife and I for the night, thinking it was just a bad dream. The next evening, he didn't even want to be in his room, but I convinced him that the boogeyman was just a figment of his imagination. I was awoken once more by his screams. I rushed to his room to find him in tears again. On the third night, I set up a camcorder in his room in order to show him that there was no monster. That evening, there was no cr- no screaming and no crying. I was refreshed when I woke up in the morning and after having gotten my first good night's sleep in three days. However, my son did seem fatigued. He didn't even put up his usual fuss in the morning when we got him ready for preschool. <clears throat> when my wife took him to daycare, I decided to review the camera's tape in order to find out how he had slept. I'll never forget what I saw. At around 2 a.m. while my son was asleep, his closet door slowly creaked open. Out of the shadows crept a pale, naked, veiny woman with long white hair and solid black eyes. Her body was bony and frail, like that of a Holocaust survivor. When she turned to the side, I could see her spine protruding from her hunched back like a dinosaur. She reached into my son's crib with her unnaturally large hands and covered his mouth. He was trying to scream, but he couldn't. The palm of one of her hands easily enveloped his head, muffling his cries. She snatched him up with the ease that a person of her frame should not have had, then walked back into the closet with him in her arms. An hour later, she returned with what looked like a wriggling maggot the size of a duffel bag and placed it in my son's bed before retreating once more into the closet. Over the next two hours, I watched it twist and writhe while it grew and mutated until it looked just like my baby boy. Once the transformation was complete, it got out of bed and slipped on a pair of his pajamas, then slid between the covers and waited for us to come in. I don't know what that thing is that left with my wife this morning, but I know it's not my son. Call your wife. Um, honey... There's a monster you got with uh, you. Sweetie. There's a meter with you. <laughs> <laughs> you have exactly one meter with you. <laughs> what the f- that was spooky. What did she do with him? Ate him. <coughs> Delicioso. Yum, 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 yum. Yum, she yum, turns yum, into yum. the backpack. Delicioso. <laughs> Things like that always scare me because it's like, what if your mom wasn't your mom? What if like... I wasn't me. I'm leaving. Simply. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. (laughs) It's scary. Knowing that one of us could be a monster. One of us could be a meter. Why are we we looking at me? I don't like this. Because you don't even know how to use the mic. You mute ass. 
I'm scared. <laughs> it's me. It's because you're shaking right now, dude. The story was scary. Don't be nervous. That's something a monster would say. It wasn't my mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to read this one. It's All called right. Thanks. Thanks. Written by, and not even at the end does it have a credit. That's weird. Yeah, like it doesn't say anonymous. I, so I, I don't know. Okay. Um, but here we go. It's 3 a.m. And you've been up all night on a horror binge. Horror binge. Uh, What's a horror binge? What does that mean? A horror binge. (laughs) You've watched your favorite horror movies, read your favorite scary stories, and even attempted the old Bloody Mary trick in your mirror. You stretch and yawn, deciding now it is about time to hit the hay. So you move into your bedroom and lay down to sleep. After a while, however, you realize that you can't get rid of the images of some of the fictional characters you saw on TV out of your head. Meh. I'm just going to hate myself for this tomorrow. You say out loud as you flick on your bedroom lamp, knowing that you have a nightlight used. Mm, wow. Knowing that having a nightlight used to help you get rid of your nightmares as a little kid. <laughs> we got through it. We got it. Within minutes, you're close to sleep, snuggled up comfortably under the blankets with your eyes closed and more pleasant thoughts on your mind. That is, until you detect something moving in front of the light, casting a shadow over over you. You blink beginning to turn towards the lamp before a rotting hand grabs you from the shoulder. Thanks for turning on the light. I wouldn't have been able to find you in the darkness. <laughs> I really the rotting wish- hand like, grabs you by the shoulder and they like move their way down your, your body and they're like, thanks for turning on the light. I got scared. <laughs> <laughs> I can't sleep without the lights on. I threw up. <laughs> I threw up. Yeah, I, there's not a credit for this one, Dang. so I don't... That's a shame, because that one's actually good. Yeah, I yeah, like that one. was good. Short, sweet, and spooky. Spooky. Just how I like it. The riding hand. How I like my boys. Just how I like my hands. Short, sweet, hands. <laughs> 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 uh, look, y'all, that's me. Teresa Caputo. <laughs> Whoa! Did you ever watch Long Island Medium? Wait, why did you say that? Because I saw a lady. Uh, like, <laughs> like why? <laughs> why did she say that? I read your mind. The boogie man. The boogie 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 man. Uh, listen, y'all. I'm feeling a little bit scared. Scared. You've, do you want to read a cute, a cute story? Read a cute. I'm story. sorry. There's no cute stories on a creepy pasta. Read me a bedtime story. Will you? No. <laughs> and it's all okay. cash. <clears throat> and it all collapsed. Oh, my phone's dying. Oh, <laughs> also, y'all, we, when we were in the piercing lobby, some white girl said the N-word. Oh, oh yeah. that did happen today. We were all kind of, like, after she said it, okay, she was talking on the phone. She got heated. She was annoyed. She was probably drunk, very trashy. She hung up, straight up said the N-word, and everyone was silent in the room. Nobody said anything. Mm-mm. And then she goes, so what are y'all getting done? <laughs> <laughs> Super casual. Like, she didn't just say a bad word, like a really bad word. I like, didn't look at her. I didn't look up. I didn't answer her. I just looked at my phone. <laughs> I oh. was like, mm, nope. <laughs> Yeah, me and Lenny were like, oh, we're just getting our noses pierced. She was like, that's it. And I was like, yeah, it's our nose small. 
And then. And she thought that was so fucking funny, dude. She laughed at that big time. She was like. (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm a comedian, obviously, but. But it was like a laughter where she was like, okay, but like she didn't get it, you know? Yeah. Um, But she made me uncomfortable. Very much so. Hated it. I have a story. Wait, wait, wait. But the lady also knocked on the bathroom while I was peeing. And I was like, just a second. (laughs) Don't. Don't come in. No, thank you. But yeah. Anyway. Okay. Go ahead. Are you ready? Yeah. This is the story of Splendor Man. Oh. Oh my God. Is he made of sugar? Splendor Man. (laughs) Splendor Man. (laughs) Splendor Man, but with a New Jersey accent. He is known to resemble his younger brother, Slenderman, although he he prefers stylish colored dots and ribbons as a doormat for his suit. He also possesses a rather dapper top hat. Compared to his brother, he actually has a face, which appears to to be just two large black eyes and a massively happy grin. Splenderman is not known to have a nose, but this does not bother anyone. However, if he gets upset or angry, he will don a disturbing, twisted expression. And he'll grow a nose. But this has hardly ever happened. (laughs) Smiley face. (laughs) He loves to entertain people and make them smile, giving those whom are... Okay, I guess now... He's a clown. (laughs) This is on a website called Happy Pasta. (laughs) (laughs) Where it's the opposite of creepy pasta. I'm just going to read that. Only happy pastas. He loves to entertain people and make them smile, giving those whom are extra kind to others small little gifts, such as flowers, balloons, or even glitter. Splinter Man enjoys giving back to them, oftentimes dancing and singing <laughs> to keep those entertained. He will keep at it until you are as well, smiling along with him. <laughs> so you telling me next time I'm depressed, Splendor Man gonna pop up? <laughs> <laughs> He's sweet like sugar. <laughs> Splendor Man is also believed to have tentacles like his brother, which are the same onyx color, but, but with thin rainbow stripes. Like, <laughs> like balloon animals. But with thin rainbow stripes along them. Splendor Man said gay rides. Let's be honest. And bells at the end. Oh. His sense of style is further shown as he owns a mansion resembling a grand palace and several girls have complimented him on his looks and personality (laughs) several several girls have he has demonstrated exceptional talent and intellect in certain areas such as music analyzing situations prediction science generosity art and singing oh he's so good so accomplished right (laughs) it is not known what the figure is or where he comes from and most people are having too much fun to even care Although it is known that Splendor Man gained popularity popularity a while after his brother, Slender Man, became popular, it is said that he and his brother do not get along well. This is, of course, due to the fact that Splendor Man and Slender Man are basically polar opposite to each other. It is believed that Splendor Man has troubles understanding his brother, for he was always accepted for his gracious and happy emotional self, while his brother is socially unaccepted, hated, and feared. That makes me sad for Slender. Uh, like, kind of, yeah, but he <coughs> does, does brother ever hang out with little brother to cheer him up? Because I'm sure Slender Man <laughs> gets pretty sad sometimes. <laughs> they don't like each other. He, I mean, we wouldn't know he doesn't have a face. Mm. Some believe that he is the reincarnation of the good light and was sent to oppose Zalgo. Slender Man is more famous than his brother, but Splendor Man is slowly increasing in popularity. Here's some pictures of him. Oh, look at how cute he is. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Shit, dude. He's so happy. That's crazy. I know what it's like to feel that. 
Oh, here's Wait, a, did you hear that? Here's a realistic picture of him. It's Blenderman. Somebody caught a picture of him. <laughs> He's oh handsome. I I'm still him. scared, bro. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm a little scared, but... So, this... I'm sure if he brought me, like, flowers or something, less scared, for <clears> sure. <throat> this website is pretty cool, because, like, it has, um, basically, like, wholesome covers of creepy pastas, like, famous ones. I love like, that. you know, there's a... Jeff the what is it? Jeff, Jeff the Holden. Killer? Right? No. Something like that. There's Jeff the Hugger. Oh, oh. Ben Undrowned. Wow. Smile puppy. <laughs> oh. That's so cute. <clears throat> Here's the story of Smile Puppy. Smile Puppy is a really cute puppy that got hugged and kissed a lot and now he says spread the love. <laughs> <laughs> Every time people see his picture they get good dreams. Every time they look at the picture. Now, since you looked at the picture, you will have a good dream, and Small Puppy will tell you to spread the love. <laughs> I love that. What's the other one, though? Which one? What's the opposite of Small Puppy? Well, some of these are original ones. Oh, okay. And some of them are. I love that. I'm only reading Happy Pasta. So that's from uh, that one. yeah, Happy Pasta. Those are a lot. I hope you than guys enjoyed. <laughs> I. Yes, I did enjoy. I <laughs> was thinking about it, and I made up my mind. Yes, I did enjoy. I just googled opposite, opposite of creepy opposite pasta. The pasta. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they have a website for it, mm-hmm. and it's not just some subreddit. I feel like it was like made by a grade school teacher who um, that one of the kids in the class was like super tired, and she went to him, and she was like, "Buddy." What's going on? Mm-hmm. I'm tired. Is everything okay? And he's like, just, I can't sleep. I just, I, I had really bad nightmares last night. And she was like, oh my God, why? And he was like, because I stayed up too late reading creepypastas. Yeah. And I just, I couldn't fall asleep. And I had nightmares when I did finally fall asleep. And she was like, I bet. <laughs> I, <laughs> I bet, bitch. I bet. And so she was like, let me investigate. Let's find out what the fuck this creepypasta shit is. And yeah. she found it. And she was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> not, not in my house. That is not, not my class. Line with me <laughs> is not okay. What's what's the the TikTok of that one person that does the teacher impression? <laughs> Dude, it scares me every time. Where he's like Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, what does he say? Ladies and gentlemen. Oh yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Like, Who would you like said to five. raise their hand and apologize to Samantha for interrupting her presentation? <laughs> Dude, those are so funny. We will turn this bus around. (laughs) (laughs) I will end you. So, I guess that's it for today. Yeah, uh, Creepypastas was pretty... No, I mean, it was okay. Yeah, it was okay. Um, It was a pretty unplanned episode. We were expecting to do the March Madness, um, but things came up, so we just, like, on the fly had to, like, pull Creepypastas out of our ass. And I hope you liked them. They're fresh out the butt. Mm, ass pasta. Still warm. <laughs> 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 Fucking gross. Thanks everyone for listening to the this episode of the Vacuous Podcast, episode fifty eight. Um, tweeted us. What's your favorite? Happy pasta. Happy pasta. Let's talk about happy pasta. Have you ever heard a white person say the N word? Tweeted us. <laughs> you can tweet us at Vacuous Pictures, so or you can tweet us personally. Mine's at Vacuous Naya. I'm at Vacuous Kathy, and I'm at Vacuous Moose. Thanks for listening. We will talk to you next time. Bye. Hey, support us on Patreon too. <gasps> Patreon.com slash vacuous pictures.
Okay, cool. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Blandis. <laughs>